This is Janine, host of the Olive Magazine podcast. You are listening to episode three of four special editions. In this episode, Alex and Charlotte discuss where to find the coolest European Christmas markets to visit and avoid the usual cliche of bratwurst and mulled wine. Hi, it's Alex here, digital editor, and I'm chatting to Charlotte, Hello. our uh, previous digital editor, and now she does lots of travel freelance for us, don't you? I do. Um, and we've been talking about, so we were thinking what, we, what we'd like to talk about um, over Christmas, and obviously Christmas markets come to mind. Mm-hmm. But um, Olive, sometimes we're a bit wary of some of the Christmas markets um in the UK and um and abroad because I think everybody has this uh, thought of like a German Christmas market like really traditional a lot will be so lovely and cozy and you go and actually it's just full of tat mm. and you get like hot dogs which have probably come from like God knows where, and uh, it's not actually authentic to the country and quite gimmicky. Yes. Obviously, this is just some of them. There I think are some um, amazing those, ones out there. Those markets definitely have yeah. their place. I think everybody wants to have a warm cup of mulled yeah, wine and, exactly. a, and a hot dog in the festive season. But there are also plenty of Christmas markets. Uh, throughout Europe that are very true to their roots and exactly. are basically just a showcase of local specialities in terms of eating and uh, gifts, mm. the crafts and um, stalls selling, all sorts of things. They're great places to go to buy Christmas gifts and they're also a great way into discovering a new country. Yeah. It's some of the smaller cities that have the most interesting Christmas markets and it's one way to discover them um, out of season so and less commercialized so um yeah so our travel editor tasked Charlotte with finding some really unique authentic markets and uh, the guide is online actually but we're going to go and delve in a little deeper to some of them now aren't we so yes where was the most exciting find you oh I think I think in terms of sheer wow factor and atmosphere it has to be uh, the Ravina Gorge Christmas market in the Black Forest wow um, which literally takes place in a gorge under a railway viaduct in the Black Forest Highlands in Germany. I mean, say no more. <laughs> uh, it's just stunning. The pictures are, are, are like Christmas personified. It's so magical and they have lights that reflect on the archways uh, and it's usually snowing there. And they have yes. around 40 or so snow-capped cabins um, selling mainly foodie gifts, things like Black Forest smoked trout and venison, <gasps> which might not travel too well. Uh, but you can eat some, it when you're there. You can eat it when you're there. One of the things that they have to drink is called Fersangenbaul. I'm so sorry because it's no doubt a terrible <laughs> pronunciation, but it's basically mulled wine and it comes with a square of rum-soaked sugar loaf on top, which is set alight, so it's served to you on fire. Oh, gosh. Uh, which just Amazing. sounds magical. Yeah, with that with that gorge in the background. Like so it's something incredible. from Frozen, isn't yeah. it? It's just <laughs> yeah. magical. Very uh, apt for yeah. time. Uh, so that, I think that's, that was the most... Visually stunning. Um, in terms of food, some places which you might not expect. Spain, for example, you might not traditionally uh, associate that with with Christmassy mm-hmm. bits, but they have a market in Bilbao, uh, 
It's on December the 21st, which is, I think, considered the first day of Christmas in that part of Spain. And it's about traditional Basque products uh, made by local farmers. So they all come down with their own things that they've made or um, produced. So it's a lot of cider, cornflour tortillas, something called rosquillas which I don't know whether you it's um that sounds familiar but like I a donut notice. that they you often see it served in a spiral right um and it's all, all cinnamony and delicious mm. uh one of the great things about that one is they have an exhibition of farm animals there um, oh cute and dressed loads. up in Santa Claus outfits. Uh, well, I don't know about that. You could put a request in, um, and plenty of music. So uh, by Basque musicians, so people are playing the accordion, and but Solaris. I'm sorry, you're the one who speaks Spanish, but um, traditional Basque musicians and um, a, another group of musicians who make music using only wooden sticks. I think they're called Tlaxapataris. Can you okay. can you pronounce that word? Alex? Oh, it's Basque. So, cha, yeah, chalapataris. That. So that's a very atmospheric one to go to. Yeah, I, I think really um, last week I spoke about um, visiting Bologna in winter in Italy. And I think actually some of these places, especially in the northern regions of like Spain and Italy, are actually sometimes better to go in the autumn and winter months because... Yeah, it's very different vibe, but you can get some really. That's you go into really cozy wine bars and tapas bars, and uh, you can also obviously get lots of stocking fillers. So I was talking about in Bologna getting stocking upon all your chocolate and everything. Yes. Um, so yeah, so those those are quite unusual, probably Christmas markets because there's one in Bologna as well, isn't there? Yes. Um, not unusual, but not your traditional cold. Uh, cozy places where no. you wrap up warm but you you found some of those as well didn't you? I did you? yeah I think Poland is a good one to mm-hmm. turn to I mean Krakow obviously has sensational Christmas markets uh, with huge Christmas trees central Christmas trees usually but um, Turun I'm so sorry Turun in Poland um, is one of the ones that I found to be the most exciting they have lots of fire pits dotted around so that you can just cozy around if you're feeling the cold and um, life-size nutcrackers and things like that but um, one of the great things about this place is it's gingerbread uh, because they've been making it in traditional molds since the 14th century Um, that's a brilliant stocking filler idea Mm. Um, they come in heart shapes or filled with plum jam and you can learn to make your own at the local museum as well during the festive period so that seems like a really lovely gift. Um, and what about trying authentic local foods? Because obviously we go to Christmas markets to get to eat. gifts, but we like to yeah we like to eat as well. Yeah, all uh, of our travels. It's it's such a place. The Christmas markets, fifty um, percent seem of the stalls seem to sell food mm-hmm. nowadays. Um, one of the most interesting ones was in Latvia, Riga. Uh, where you can get very good hand-knitted mittens, by the way, mm. in during the festive period, and carved wooden spoons. They're big into those. Uh, one of the things they sell there is grey peas, which sounds, Ooh, sounds miserable. Appetizing. But actually, it's <laughs> when you listen to what's in it, it's um, caramelised onions, Latvian peas, and crispy smoked salmon. Oh, like sort wow. of almost like a kind of Latvian bubble and squeak. Yeah, uh, fried amazing. together until fragrant. 
which sounds just my kind of thing. They need to get a new name for that. I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably really just a just a poor translation, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. They make cocktails. Uh, instead of mulled wine, they've got hot cocktails there made with rigor black balsam, which is a local herbal liqueur. Mm. I wish that, because I've, ne- I've never tried that. That sounds very interesting. It's That liqueur is made from things like black pe- pepper and valerian. So um, that would be a place to go for some, mm. some really authentic food. Uh, yeah, Bled in Slovenia. Uh, we're big fans of Slovenia here. We we're are. always talking about it. There's um, a Christmas market which is centered around Lake Bled. I which mean, just that sounds... has to be stunning, like fairy tale vibes. Yes, so romantic. Want <sighs> to go to with a lover, mm. maybe. <laughs> um, one of the things that they sell there is potica which is a uh, a cake it's a swirly cake made from sweet dough that's really really thin you can almost see through it and creamed nuts and then it's rolled up really tight like a pinwheel biscuit and sliced mm. or they um have something called pocked crumpier which is a golden fried potato snack and they have even um a cream cake named after bled bled cream oh, cake yes. Which um, I remember trying. Yeah. This is it's everywhere. And that's very um, indulgent. Yeah, very, very creamy. Very creamy. It's just basically yeah, cream and puff pastry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those those two would be my go-tos. Um, but they're they're very traditional and authentic. Uh, but we shouldn't discount the more modern Christmas markets out there. I think no. you've been to one in Lisbon. Yeah, so I, I've been to Lisbon a few times and um, I didn't actually go to the Christmas market, but I went to this in its um, evergreen all year round form. Um, so if you go to the centre of Lisbon, um, I definitely suggest whatever time of year you're going to hop on the tram out to Calvario in the west of the city and walk to the Ponte 25 de Abril. That's obviously uh, English mashup of <laughs> English Portuguese mashup it's the suspension bridge which is really dramatic and worth going to see in itself and it's um so beneath the bridge that Lisbon's like young creatives have set up shop in these dozens of old fabric factories which is really atmospheric and they have a Saturday and Sunday flea market and um they actually on the 22nd of December this year uh, they're having a Christmas market and lots of local uh, creatives and like really uh, Portuguese producers so you can have your ceramics and and there's lots of amazing um, mould well they'll they'll do hot ginha which is uh, the cherry liqueur so that's Whoa. definitely something to try any time you go so it's uh, a cherry liqueur called ginha and they um, put uh, booze soaked cherry stones and cherries in the bottom and everybody has a shot of the liqueur then like eats the cherry and then spits out which is a bit gross but spits (laughs) out the stone but it's a bit of a tradition there okay um and um something to do while you're there is go uh, go into the lofty lair devagar bookstore which is stunning I can't describe it's a huge it's like Harry Potter vibes but really modern um and you climb the steel stairs and sit on the balcony overlooking like thousands of titles and also there's a place up there which is a bit hidden away called Obola de Damata and they sell pavlova and cakes but they do like winter uh, versions of the pavlova as well so it's really seasonal um and then also definitely head up to 
It's called Rio Maravilla. Again, our pronunciations, like you have to forgive us on all of these because we go to quite a lot of countries and you can't learn the language of every every place. Um, and that's a, it's like a hidden uh, bar in um, at the end of Elish. El Shish Factory, it's called LX so Factory. This is close to where the Christmas market is. Yeah, it's right next to it. And you can go and look at the Christ the Redeemer replica, which is sits on the other side of um Lisbon's River. So the cocktails are fab as well. Mm-hmm. I have like pineapple rum sours, spiked with rosemary and paprika, which mm-hmm. nice bit of spice Warming. for your Christmas market uh, mm-hmm. and Christmas shopping. Fantastic. Great. So, um, yeah, if you want to have a look at Charlotte's Roundup, she's got lots of ideas for, from Utrecht in the Netherlands to Bologna in Italy and where else? And Angers in France. Angers. That's where I used to live. Angers. Oh, really? um, and, yeah, so that's on olivemagazine.com and it's called Best Off the Beaten Track Christmas Markets. Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank you. That was a special Christmas edition of the Olive Magazine podcast. Find the other three episodes in this series on your favourite podcast platform. For more Christmas recipes, tips and tricks, you can buy our bumper Christmas issue on newsstand right up until Christmas Day. So go and grab a copy. And for loads more Christmas recipes, visit our website, olivemagazine.com. Merry Christmas and we'll be back in the new year with our regular weekly podcast.